You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Both hailing from parts unknown at a combined weight of 501 pounds, they are the Morning Rush Hour World Tag Team Champions. They have no fear, no back down, just a couple of gutsy guys. No one will take those MRH World Tag Titles from these men. It's Taz, it's the Moose, illustrious champions, right here every day on CBS Sports Radio. You know it's every day, Moose and Taz be paving the way. Talking about every sport, you know that they never missing a play. From the NBA to the NFL, the college games. They always bring in the knowledge, nobody ever can try to go stop it. Only be talking the truth, only be talking the truth, hey. Coming to you live, Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studio. Rocket Mortgage with you every step of the way to provide a seamless mortgage experience. Mike Pete across the way, bogus your updates, Taz. And as we got uh, two hours left to play with, Pat Leonard, Daily News, covers the Giants, will join us in the third and final hour. But uh, all is well in Pittsburgh for the Steelers with their head coach, Mike Tomlin, as. he had two years left on his contract. They added an additional year plus an option year. His contract is now aligned in terms of guaranteed seasons with his star quarterback in Ben Roethlisberger. So even with the criticism last year by Terry Bradshaw and even with a you know, disappointing performance this past year, the Pittsburgh Steelers stay the course, as they often do, right? They don't like to transition. They're not quick in making a decision. There's not been many men that have coached the Pittsburgh Steelers Mm. in the history of their franchise. And Mike Tomlin has been a long-tenured and successful head coach for the Steelers. And they're saying, well, we're A-OK. Even with the criticism, even with the way that we're A-OK with Mike Tomlin, as he now has three guaranteed seasons left after they gave him that extension. I think it's a good move by Pittsburgh. I mean, listen, he's 47 years old. They hired him in 07. You know what? Uh, uh, he won his first Super Bowl, the only Super Bowl he had in 2008, so the year after, you know. So he's been, I think, a really good head coach for them. And, you know, it's they re-up him, and Tomlin loses not one but two headaches that he had, uh, you know, for, for a while. Got five kids. It was pretty apparent with Lev Bell and him. It wasn't great, and especially Antonio Brown and, and, and Tomlin wasn't great, especially the way it ended, you know. So... I'm sure that uh, it'll be a little bit more. It seems like Tomlin and Roethlisberger have a really good relationship. So, uh, you know what? It seems like the fan base uh, in the Steel City really love him. So, uh, it's probably a good move all the way around. Yeah, you know, I, I think it's, uh, you know, I, I do think it's um, it's interesting. Uh, you know, it's not all that surprising. You mentioned it that, uh, you know, Tomlin was, was brought in in 2007. The Steelers didn't think they would be hiring Mike Tomlin when he came in for the interview and absolutely blowed him away, mm. right? And so... Um, he, he and he's been a successful head coach. I, I guess I look at Tomlin is do, do I think his in game you know and I I get every NFL coach outside of Belichick for the most part you can criticize I, right. I get that um and nobody's above reports. I just look at Tomlin sometimes during the course of a game his in game decisions Taz tactically um I have a hard time wrapping my head around sometimes yeah a little quizzical and then you throw in the you know, the locker room stuff and Brown and Bell and the way all that kind of stuff ended. 
and how two huge superstars and big-time players, and arguably, I mean, you make the debate that you know two best players at the respective position are now playing for the Raiders and Jets, respectively. Right. Yeah, no, that, I understand. And but, I get that's organization, and, 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 not necessarily Tomlin. I also think in defense to Tomlin, I do think that Brown and Bell kind of, it seemed like they wanted out anyway. Like, it just yeah. seemed like they wanted out. So, I mean, what you know, who knows what really goes on behind the scenes on any of these teams. But, look, you're the head coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers, arguably one of the more top, top-flight storied sports franchises and, you know, decorated franchises in, in sports history, not just football. So it's the Pittsburgh Steelers. And you nailed it before by saying they haven't had, you know, uh, a plethora of head coaches there. No. You know, they, they stick with, you know, that Chuck Noll years back. It was Cower amazing. For, Cower, you know. For a long time. I don't even recall who was ahead of uh, Chuck Noll. To be honest, it was kind of before my time. But, you know, you got, you know, you got, uh, you got some good coaches that he has with him there. Tomlin and, and John Mitchell is Johnny Mitchell's assistant head coach there, and they, you know, they got, you know, they got, they, he's got some good coaches, you know, running his running his team with him. So it's not just him; he's got experienced yeah. guys, not kids on his staff. You know, they're a little bit of an older staff. You right. know what I mean? Which I think is good. No, I don't think so. If you're in Steeler Town and Steeler Nation on this uh, Friday morning, um, you know, you know, you've got your head coach locked up at least for the next three years uh, as Tomlin signs that extension. Now we go to New York and with the Giants, Taz and. You know, we talked about Odell Beckham Jr. in that GQ column in an interview that he did a couple months ago earlier on in the week, right? And then and then Odell Beckham Jr., what was it, a day later, I believe yeah. it was, at his football camp, came out and talked to the media, new hairdo and all. And uh, and, Becku, <laughs> and Beckham basically said, listen, was long, I, you know, they're moving on, I'm moving on. I want to be honest when people ask me the question. We went through it, but kind of said, I, you know, I'm looking to move on. Right, he got right. a general sense yeah. that he is kind of turning the page and focused in on Cleveland Brown. I don't think Cleveland. it takes much for Eli to just move on. Like, Well, for Odell <laughs> Beckham, you mean. Uh, no, I'm saying, oh, yeah, oh, for, yeah, oh Beckham, yeah. Beckham, right, Beckham, the Beckham. money. I'm so, I thought you were getting into Eli, yeah, but yeah, yeah. I, yeah that's what and I was talking about. Yeah, yeah, right. For And then you, and you <laughs> hit upon it, Eli Manning yesterday yeah, was yeah. asked about it let's take a listen did his comments about he was the reason you guys were on tv bother you i don't think they bothered me uh just you know you just kind of shake your head and laugh <laughs> you're <laughs> laughing <laughs> i mean i think those two rings had a little bit to do with right, why yeah, they're yeah. on tv we I won mean, a few games wow. before he was here I yeah think, a know? couple of them yeah yes. Nice little comeback by eli right? yeah nice little comeback <laughs> you know uh i'll be but if you want to talk about now, let's be realistic here, Taz, and and you're great with. If you want to talk about stars in the NFL, <laughs> Eli's not a pimple in the fanny of Odell Beckham Jr. No, he's not. You're right. But... I mean, he's just not. That's. I'm <laughs> no, sorry. I know, he's not. I, know I know what he's accomplished. I get it. But Eli Manning can, you know, Eli Manning can walk through the streets and he's not going to get mobbed. Odell Beckham Jr. If he if he steps out into <clears> mid, <throat> there was that video two off seasons ago, Taz. He was in Germany. Yeah, and and crowd and basically people started recognizing him and got mobbed. Yeah, I mean, yeah, so yeah. I mean, Odell Beckham Jr. Like it or not, is a ginor- is a huge superstar outside of just being a great NFL player. And he's he, a, right. he's a he's a face of the National Football League, and he's a guy who, for his living on TV, wears a helmet. You know, yes. my point and a face mask, so you don't see. It's not like an NBA player where you see their faces all the time. You know, this guy wears a helmet. So you're right, though. He's a massive star. Is Beckham. And uh, people gravitate to him. There's just something about him. He's a riveting character. He's got that charisma. It's just it just oozes off. Where Eli, completely different story. 
But that's what Eli wants. Eli is all business guy. You know that. He's just he's a quarterback's quarterback. He's a veteran. He's in the twilight of his career right now. I thought his comeback was cute. I thought oh, it was, I thought it was you know? good. Yeah, yeah. No, I, something no. you would think Eli would say. You know? Well, you know what? You know what was nice. And I'm not trying to be critical of Eli Manning, but everyone's like, "Oh, the two Super Bowl rings." Listen, I mean, it was 2011. Right. Right. I right. mean, the last time they won a Super Bowl. <laughs> I mean, it, we're sitting here. It's 2019. Yeah. It's not like he just won a Super Bowl. Right? We're going back a ways yeah. here, and I, I'm not taking that away from him. He's a two-time Super Bowl winning quarterback. I, He's the greatest giant quarterback of all time. Eli Manning has accomplished a lot in the NFL task. Right, right. So I'm not looking to try not. And 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 I, here's what I find refreshing is this: is that from Eli the pushback, you don't get it a lot from Eli Manning. Eli kind of is Mister, you know, Mister High Road, right? right, he, right. He, he doesn't push back a lot, and I think even he got frustrated with the nonsense and basically said, "Listen." You know, I have to hear it from the fans. I got to hop on, you know, I hear it on, you know, Sports Talk Radio in New York. I hear it on TV. I hear all. Now I got another teammate, a <laughs> yeah, former yeah, yeah. teammate yep. that, that you know, critic, criticizing my arm strength, that don't throw the ball down, doing it. <laughs> and basically he said enough's enough, right? Yeah, right. Good for no Eli doubt. Manning. Well, you know, it, it really, it is good for Eli Manning. And i tell you what, this whole thing, too, uh, kind of hit me the other day um, about, ba- about um, I was going to say about Barkley, about, about uh, Beckham. Being you know off of the Giants and with the Browns for the second year running back out of Penn State, Saquon Barkley. This guy now is the star. He's he the star, you know, and he he's a star star, you know. And I was reading, I think it was in the New York Post somewhere. I think it was online that they were chanting MVP, MVP. They were for him while he was just basically doing some some footwork drills. Correct, and that's something that is. <laughs> well, the Giant fan doesn't have much to latch on to. Oh, that's too. a great point. Uh, but Might I mean, line two. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> nine and seven. I mean, Taz. Uh, the one thing about Barkley, though, he is a, a ridiculous talent. He is, and and you know, in in New York, in the tri-state area, he's already a massive star. And now, without Odell Beckham there, I, I think Barkley will be even a bigger star. And you know, he's just and he could win an MVP of the league. There's no I, doubt. I'm not telling you that it's going to happen win this some year. Games, they got to win some games. Yeah, so because the, I don't think the Giants. I'd be surprised if the Giants are a relevant football team well, in, in December. I, I personally would be surprised. I'll tell you that right now, though. And I said the other day, and uh, you know, with you, Andrew was in here doing his update. Andrew Bogus and and and. Daniel Jones, though, I, I think he's going to make a little noise during the summer in camp. I mean, that quarterback who's behind Eli, he's going to make a little noise. And it seems like they like him already, like he's picking well, things I up. I think they love him, yeah. They, yeah, they, so, they do like him a lot. Um, so know. that's what Eli's got to worry about, not Beckham. No, it doesn't. <laughs> right. Yeah, I get that. I get that. I'd be, wouldn't you, I'd be stunned. I, I, you know, I don't necessarily I be think there's a quarterback. I know what you're going to say. I, I wouldn't be stunned. I would be stunned. Eli Mays is going to be the starting quarterback. I, one. I agree that he's going to be the start once the season starts. But and I, I was saying to you and Andrew the other day, all right, by whatever I think I was saying, mid season or week five, whatever I was saying, I don't know, bro. If they come out at zero and two, let's say uh, Eli's leading the charge and they're zero and two to Giants, first two games they lose. I don't care what they do in the preseason. That don't mean a hill of beans. I think by week three, Giant fans are looking for Daniel Jones. I think they might get him. Well, they were. I mean, I, I don't. I don't disagree with that. Uh, I'm not telling you that Eli now. He, Giant fans were were, were called for Kalaletta last year. Uh, so quarterback gonna, out of Richmond. Yeah, correct. So they're going to be calling for for Daniel Jones, who was the sixth overall pick, and the clock is clearly ticking on Eli Manning task. And that plan, if if they get off to a one and four start through the first five games, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. That so you Daniel think it Jones takes five games? Oh, uh, yeah, I, I think, think they're going to give Eli games? some time here. Mike, what do you think? You're a Giant fan. You, what do you, how long do you think it takes? I mean, if there's something like 
two and six, they'll they'll make the switch. It, it, but the Giants' schedule early in the season is conducive for winning. So yeah. I, I'll be curious to see what happens. They play bad teams to start. The so year. you don't think you don't agree with me that if they the Giants go zero and two, I don't care if it's conducive for winning or not. If they go zero and two, you don't think that Pat Shermer and stuff, that they make a move and go go with the rookie? Well, it depends, you know, 0-2, how it happens. 0-2 and the defense is terrible and Eli looks okay. You know, there's a lot of well, – that will change variables. that circumstance. There's variables. Variables involved point. in that. So there's I would be variables. stunned if at 0-2 they make a switch. If at 0-2 Eli's thrown, you know, nine interceptions, one touchdown, and it's looked dreadful, yeah, then maybe. But I, I'd be shocked if that happened. Yeah. It's funny. You mentioned Kyle Letter. The thing is, he dropped on a depth chart the fourth. Alex Tanney's ahead of him. Yeah. This was a kid that everybody was like you said, Moose. People, Giant fans, looking for him to play last year because Manning things were going bad, and he just dropped once DJ, as I call him, got there. That's Remember, he had that issue with the authorities in New Jersey last he year. He got pulled over. He did well. He kept. He ran through basically a construct. He sped through a construction that, zone where you know, a cop tried to stop him. Might have been accidental. Almost hit some, uh, no, they said he did it the day before. Oh, he did, and yeah, then yeah, the yeah. moron came back and did it again. Oh, it's a little different driving around well, think New about Jersey that. as opposed to Richmond, well, Virginia. No, but I mean, so. if you get away, if you do something like that once, yeah, why yeah. would you go back to the same area I, yeah, and then that, do it the next that, day? That, I don't know. I don't know. I don't have the answer. Because they, <laughs> if you do that, you don't think you don't think the police you don't think they're going to remember? Of course they yeah, will. But no. anyway, so you're right. Laletta's drop test, but um, I look at I look at the Giants. I look at you know Daniel Jones and. You know, I think the Giants are high on him, and they should be. They draft him sixth overall. I mean, right. I would hope, I would hope that yeah. you know Shermer, those guys are are thinking good about them, and and thinking good about and positive about their young quarterback. And um, do I think he gets experience this year? Yes, um, I don't disagree with that. But I also <laughs> think that it's probably uh, a little bit later than you think. Yeah, depending I just, on how Eli plays. Yeah, I just uh, my gut tells me. I hear what you're saying, man. I do. And, and you, you Eli's are probably playing right. well. You think they take him off the field? I have a hard time envisioning. If that. he's playing well, no, I don't think. I don't think they're going to take him off the field. But I, um, I don't know. Without Beckham there, that's a big weapon gone. Yeah. Okay? Um, Shepard's hurt now, right? Stone Ship, he, he broke, he his, broke thumb. his thumb. Yeah, so he's hurt. But I mean, so you're they're not saying two weeks? Two weeks. Okay, so that's not bad. I mean, he does need his thumb as a receiver, but you, you do. know. Um, I don't know. I, I, I like I, all my fingers. I mean, I, yeah, me too. I, I like, listen, I like, I like, I think he's had a brilliant career. He's a 16 year veteran. He's, he's a pro's pro. We know that. But if he's not playing well, I'm okay. telling you, I, I just really well, I don't, feel. I don't disagree with that. I, they I go don't, with the rookie. Yeah, I think you're right on. I, I think if Eli's playing poorly and looks, you know, looks old and, and sloppy, right? Um, yeah, yeah. And they, they're going to take him out. They're going to put Jones in. I you don't know, disagree with the that. Thing, the thing with Jones, as you know, Moose is like, you got a kid coming out of Duke. Which, you know, it's Duke football's very solid, you know, but it's at the ACC. It's not Duke basketball here. We're not talking Duke basketball or Duke lacrosse. We're talking, you know, Duke football, which is very good. It, it is. But you're playing against, you know, you're playing against the, the, the you know, North Carolina Central and you're playing yep. against Virginia yep. and you're losing to Virginia. Yep. You know, and they lost to Virginia last year. I mean, I you know, which I was, I was shocked at that. You're playing against Pitt. You're playing, you know. You're playing against Army, you know West Point. No knock, but really, you know, I mean, so you, you I mean, they do play some. They, last year they played some solid teams for sure, but you know, Miami was, you know, and they beat Miami, you know. So, but at Miami, you know, but I'm just saying, it's a little bit. It's not like you're coming out of, you know, the SEC or True. even the Big Ten. You no, know, it's not. And 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 even if you, um, the way physically, uh, he throw. There have been people that have been critical of Daniel Jones. We'll see. 
We'll see what he we, what he does turn out to be. It's going to be a fascinating year for the Giants with a you know an aging franchise quarterback, and for the first time in Eli Manning's career, Taz, he's got true competition. Oh yeah, because Big he time, looks over man. his shoulder and he hasn't faced this before. And he was in Daniel Jones's spot for one year with Kurt Warner, and they took Warner out and put Manning in midway part of that season. We'll see if they do the exact same thing. Yeah. Now Warner had no history with the team. He was brought in to kind of hold the fort till Eli was ready. Now you look at this scenario is you've got a historic giant quarterback that you know John Mara has a great affection for. They realize the days are coming to an end here, but they also don't want to embarrass him. Right. No, no doubt. No doubt. I mean, uh, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, I, I do think. but you know, It's just a tricky spot to do, Taz, taking care of a player that has been good for your franchise. Sure. I mean, this guy, Eli. You know, you've seen a lot of instances where teams are very cold. When it's over, it's over. I know. Cut bait, rip the Band-Aid off, and move I on. I agree. And, and that, that stings <clears throat> because if they did that, I don't you know, with Eli, you can't. It's just he's respected. He's respected. Yeah. He's respected by... Obviously, the Giants fans respect the hell out of him. Jet fans respect him. I yep. mean, they do. I mean, he's respected, you know, so, and he's earned that respect, you know, but you got a kid, you know, chomping at your heels now, and Daniel Jones, you know, it'd be interesting to see, though. I'd be, and I'm not saying, look, I, if they go in two right out of the box and he's not playing well, Eli, and he looks, he looks lethargic and old. Right, to the curb. Right, to the curb. And now they bring in DJ. Okay, I, I'm not saying DJ is going to be awesome. Yeah. You know, look, look, Clemson, right? So Clemson, you look at Clemson football as, you know, most of the guys that team play in the NFL. Yeah, yeah. That's like an, almost a quasi-NFL team. Yeah, right. They they played, Daniel Jones last year, they got smoked by Clemson. Smoked. I think it was something, some crazy number. And Daniel Jones, I remember he got sacked like four or five times in that game. He couldn't move. He, he, he had 158 yards. That was it. That's it. And I mean, they got. I mean, they got. They got rocked. Yeah. Uh, thirty-five. Okay, I was a little off on the score. Still a big margin. Thirty-five to six. Uh, and it was at Clemson. So you know. No, nah, it's a big margin. We'll see what he is as an NFL quarterback. We'll definitely do that. They did beat Temple though. Oh, that's important. <laughs> Dude, Wake Forest beat them fifty-nine to seven. That's that's a fifty-nine long day. to seven, bro. That's not Duke basketball. At Duke. That's a tough day. Wow. I doubt the crowd hung out for that. Fitzgerald blaming cell phones. (laughs) Dude, that's a beat, man. (laughs) Holy smokes. All right. I don't think anybody was filming that day. No, I don't. Steelers, Jets, Browns. Uh, We're going to hit a little BCS. The first three teams that we went and hit their training camps, we're going to chat about that. And a little BCS, Taz. We did one earlier on the Chiefs. Full of BCS. Steelers, Jets, Brown, BCS. We do that next. Taz Moose, CBS Sports Radio. Listen to CBS Sports Radio with the Radio.com app. Free and available in the Google Play and iTunes App Store. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. All right. CBS uh, Sports Radio's toll-free live brought to you by Geico. Great news. There's a quick way you can save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com. And in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on your car insurance. And this weekend, it's the final round of the Major League Fishing's 2019 General Tire World Championship, followed by the PGA Tour's best competing at the WGC FedEx St. Jude Invitational only on CBS. You know, you mentioned earlier, um, we were talking about uh, Daniel Jones when he got 
pulled over for driving near the construction. Loletta. Loletta, I'm sorry. What yeah. am I saying? Daniel, Daniel Jones. Jones. What? A rookie. Daniel Jones. I didn't do that. My bad. Uh, Loletta. I'll back that up for a second. Kyle <laughs> Loletta. Right. So, uh, driving the by the construction. <laughs> From the top. Right. Driving by the construction. Anyway, I was watching this deal yesterday on YouTube. Not live. It was. I think it was like a year ago. My son told me about this thing, and I got hooked on it, and I watched it for, I don't know, it had to be an hour, maybe 40 minutes, of a car chase in Houston, a police chase, I should say, in Houston, Texas. A guy had, a guy had, I think he stole, it was either his or he stole it, a 25-year-old kid, a Dodge Challenger Hellcat. Okay, these I don't Hellcat, know what that means. Dude, what uh, is a Hellcat? It's, a, it's like an ultra-fast muscle, a modern-day muscle car. Okay. Then, so they knew. Okay. Like, it, are we talking about like V12? Uh, no, it's a V8, but oh, okay. it, it, it can go, I think it's something like 740 horsepower. Oh, that's okay. Well, All right. My son wants one of these cars. Okay. So, like, he, I'm like, well, I'm not buying it for you. Right. So, and my wife's like, who's paying the insurance on that thing? You know, for a guy who's 20 years old. But anyway, so, save your money, son. <laughs> but anyway, so, dude, I'm watching this. The cops, he got ran the cops. The helicopter. So the video is the helicopter video f- from Houston. Some oh Hellcat. There it is. <clears throat> yeah, it's it's unbelievable. That's not cheap. No, no, no. The, the hell sixty six thousand dollar vehicle. That's the base model. I'm. Just, that's crazy. Yeah, that's the base model. So how did they, how did the, the police trust me? The one my kid wants is a eighty five grand. Well, I'm sure. Well, you know. Yeah. So, so how did the recruitment on the mansion for that? So wait, how did the how did the police chase end? Well, he ran out of gas. So, bro, he went from Houston to Beaumont, Texas, which I think is like 100 miles. And he, the did it, he, listen, he did it like in 20 minutes. He was, You have to, when you get a chance later, go on YouTube. I don't remember. If you just put in like Hellcat, Houston, Chase, or whatever, you'll find it. It's riveting because it's the, the broadcast from the news channel with their helicopter. He outran the helicopter. Like, he the helicopter couldn't keep up with him. That's he crazy. was weird. It was like, and it was twelve thirty in the afternoon, so it was the middle of the day in Houston, and he's on I ten, which is I've been on it, just a straight shot. I ten just straight, and he just took this the whole way, and he's flying. Thank God, no one got hurt. He, dude, I, I guess I'll spoil it for you. He runs out of gas. There's no cops anywhere near him. He runs out of gas after how many, whatever, an hour, half hour, whatever the hell it was, and he. Books. He runs into the into the, it's an open field, and he runs and he's hiding in the field. Now the cops finally show up, and they can't find him. And he's in this open field near North Beaumont, Texas. They end up getting him. The police helicopter finally gets there. The news helicopter was there. The police helicopter finally gets there, and they get him with the I don't know what it's called the warm gimmick, the the camera. Oh, sh- yeah, uh, um, the oh, inf- thermal? thermal thermal. Yeah, that's how they got him. Like uh, the predator. So the funny thing, he's on his cell phone walking around the woods. The news camera has him, shows him, just walking around on his cell phone. And the guy in the cop is like, yeah, no, 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 I think the cops are closing. The cops now are running. He don't see the cops in his open field. Guy just, it's a la Lawrence Taylor, just sacks him like from behind, takes this guy down and oof. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, so he, uh, and then the kid apparently laughed about it once he went to court. He's like, yeah, they couldn't catch me. He was at a mall, the Gallery Mall, I think, is in Houston, and he just, you know, I don't know what he did. And the cops tried to pull him over, and he's just like, yeah, the hell with it. And he just like booked, he, and they couldn't catch him. It was insane. I, and I'm sitting like an That's idiot crazy. watching this. Did he get put in prison? Yeah. Oh, he did. Yeah. I mean, he broke a lot. Oh, here of we walls. go. Driver sentenced. What was the What was the actual sentence? Because I didn't. I know he definitely. You know. Let's see. Yeah, he's. Um, Dude, he, he got three years in prison. That's what he got. Yeah. Wow. 
I just and he had like no so, like, by, so no one stole, got hurt. Stolen God, so. Dodger Dodge Challenger Hellcat. Right. right this right. was uh, March second, two thousand nineteen. He was. Oh, sentenced. so it was this year. I didn't know it was this year. Okay. Well, it happened. No, no. The the rest stemmed from the October two thousand seventeen chase. Oh, it was two years. Okay, there you right. Go. There you go. All right, Mike. Did you see this? I know you're big on YouTube. No, so I'm not, it, but it started it in great. Houston and ended in a cow pasture two counties away in Jefferson County. Yeah, which is near Beaumont. So, uh, wow. I mean, we have a, list, yeah. a lot of listeners in Texas. Yeah. Like, so yo, he shouted out a town. So, right he there, got, so he stole the car and then got three years. Yeah. Really? Yeah, and, and the, the, uh, there's other laws he broke because it was dangerous. I'm sure, like, yeah. he, did. Dude, he was he was cutting off tractor trailers. Then the tractor trailers are trying to, well, the, I guess the police. Uh, the video's 53 minutes long. I watched every bit of it. And it's you watch it twice. No, I didn't. I'll watch it later with you if you'd like. No, dude, watch it. If you have time later, wa- I'll, and I'll have that. your kids watch it with you. It's fun. I'm sure. Yeah, that's what I want them watching. My son watched it with me. Uh, I, well, Taz, your son's 20. <laughs> of course, is, I'm lecture. Don't do this. Right, my he goes, kid, Dad, thanks. I know. I know. Don't I, do this. Right. <laughs> I, don't know if I'm, I don't know if I'm setting the right influences. I'm watching this with my six-year-old son watching a Dodge Challenger dart inside and out of traffic. <laughs> Dude, it was bad. He did. He Dude, was doing like flying. a hundred. I mean, he's a hundred miles an hour. Yes. No more, Moose. These cars oh, go, the average hundred. He these cars can do a buck and a half, dude. Yeah, I'm sure it yeah, could. Monsters. I uh, went and looked at one, dude. I mean, and and They're expensive. Oh no, they are. The one my kid wants is like I said, eighty five grand. grand. Good luck. Save your money, Sonny. So. <laughs> yeah, no. I, like you know. I said, if he was a goal scorer, he could have asked for it. <laughs> That's true. Good point. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he was an attack when he could have that money. Yeah. <laughs> <It's>, uh, <laughs> maybe not. Not really. Uh, well, anyway. Enough of that. So Ooh. that was funny. Oh, no, there you go. That's a that's a great uh, video. There's a brand new car in the driveway. <laughs> What's going on? Yes, I'm going to Michigan. Uh, here's your report. It's sponsored by Progressive Insurance, protecting commercial vehicles and offering specialized coverages designed to protect your business. Move more, 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 not move more at progressivecommercial.com. The Baltimore Orioles took a five-four lead, top nine in Anaheim last night. And blew it. They took an 8-5 lead in the 15th and blew it. So they took a 10-8 lead in the 16th and finally won their manager, Brandon Hyde. Great baseball game. An unbelievably gutty performance from our guys. Just, uh, it was a boxing match back and forth. That sounds like Darwin, no, Darwin talks like this, we decided, remember? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, suddenly sound like Zook. You know Zook. It sounded like, yeah, a, little a little bit, bit right? Like it. Yeah. it sounded muscular, yeah. Center fielder Stevie Wilkerson throwing in the mid-50s Worked a one two three sixteen to become the first position player ever to record a save. Jonathan Villar's two-run homer ends up the game winner. It all took six hours and 19 minutes, the game finally ending at nearly 1.30 Pacific. Cleveland top KC in 14-5-4. Every other game last night, a blowout. The Rangers dumped the A's 11-3. Seattle down Detroit 10-2. The Twins rode five homers, three of them from Nelson Cruz, to a 10-3 win at the White Sox, and the Red Sox clobbered the Yankees like never before. The 1-2. Swung on, hit in the air to left field. It is high. It is far. It is gone. The second home run of the night for Bogarts. And Boston takes a 19-3 lead. Uh, This is not what John Sterling signed up for. The 19-3 final at Fenway, the largest route of the Yankees in Red Sox history. Bogarts, one of a record eight Sox with multiple RBI. Their first 12 runs came off Yankee starter Masahiro Tanaka. The boys are now 
distracted by a wheel rolling down the highway That's somewhere. That's amazing, dude. Where was that? You know where that was? I don't know where. No, but it, it, you, did you see it going the opposite way? I, I did. I and was more distracted the by the news of the Mets are going to deal no, 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 That's like another a, story. No, yeah, we'll get into that. Yeah, the that. wheel. Yeah, it was just a runaway ginormous wheel. Like a truck wheel. A truck wheel. Thank you. So, Correct. <laughs> Thank you. All right, Ray's Ace Blade I like Snell queso. will have left L his have his left elbow scoped on Monday, be out roughly six weeks. And the Mets now said, as Taz was just mentioning, oh. uh, they are said to be hoping now to trade Noah Syndergaard. They could then try to re-sign pending free agent righty Zach Wheeler instead of trading him. The trade deadline is on Wednesday. It's something upcutting everybody today. Like I'm, I'm kinda you know, I'm like kinda my timing, my hey, hey, No, no, we're good. No, it's we're a good. Friday. It's Gotta talk to Zach later. Later. Yeah, we'll get into that. Yeah, we'll that sounds that really exciting. Yeah, no, I'm going to skip that if you guys don't mind. We have to yeah. talk about some production yeah. elements. Yeah, we'll get into it. And done? done? No, yeah. not yet. The Chargers and holdout <laughs> running back Melvin Gordon reportedly traded contract offers recently, but ESPN says this morning there is growing pessimism about Gordon reporting to training camp anytime wow. soon. And the Ezekiel Elliott watch resumes this morning at Oxnard, California. Zeke was not on the team flight to camp yesterday, but isn't technically holding out just yet. Now I'm done moving. Thank you, Andrew. Get up! <laughs> it's a special Friday because we got two BCSs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. We don't know when to do this. This was a fight. This is the organization that wants to do two, but we like, no, we have to. Our audience Correct. needs and wants to. Yes, sir. Can I ask if you're going to do a 1v1 BCSA versus BCSB no. at some point? No. Okay, no. Oh, that's a good, exa- that that's a good idea. It's though. not a good idea. Wait, right. wait, wait, wait. Well, well, come back here. Wait, so what are you saying? Do it. Do, say that one Well, time. which BCS was better, 1v1? Yeah. Like an internal. Moose, that is a good idea. Thank yeah, you. I know, so you guys I I'm glad I thought of this. Yeah. <laughs> who has the, who has the best 2019 season? Jets, Browns, Steelers, BCS, go. It's now time to bench, cut, or start with Taz and the Moose. Bench, cut, start. 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 That was a tough one here, Moose. You want to go first or I'm going to go first? No, you go first. You ah, go. I always go first. Um, I'm going to bench the Jets. Wait, wait what's the top? Who's going to have the best year? Yeah. All right, I just want to make sure. I just want to make sure. Because we always throw curveballs. No, no. Who has the best 2019 season? All right, sweet. All right. So I'm going to bench the Jets. Um, I'm going to cut the Steelers, believe it or not. And I'm going to start the Browns. I, I think the Browns will be as advertised. I think they're going to be really good. And I think they're going to they're gonna have a, a really good year. I do. I think that Baker Mayfield is set to have a great year. He's super confident, super, super comfy. He's got the head coach of his choice in Freddie Kitchens, and he's got weapons galore. You know, from 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 Juice to to Beckham to Ninjoku to Callaway to you know Nick Chubb. He's got them all. He's got a hell of a defense. He's he's got the whole thing, man. He's got a great fan base in the Browns. So I think the Browns will have at least three teams the best year. I'm going to cut the Steelers. Um, even though we just talked a lot about Tomlin, and I do think they'll be have a good season, but I do think they're going to have to really. You're going to have to see now if Connor can do anywhere, James Connor can do anywhere near us, have the success that Bell did. That's big shoes to fill. And we saw him do a little bit last year, but now he's going to be the lead guy, and these defensive coordinators are going to really figure him out. And you could just basically copy and paste what I just said there about the defensive coordinators about, about 
Antonio Brown being gone and Juju being in that spot now as the lead guy. Juju found out late in the year last year, it's tough when you're the one receiver and all those D-backs are all over your ass. So that's the deal with that. So that's why I'm going to cut... I'm going to cut the Steelers. I think they're going to have to figure it out. I think the Steelers are going to have a transitional year. That's the thing. So they, that's why I'm cutting them. And I, I'm going to bench the Jets because I think they'll have a good year. I think Bell's going to be really well at that running back spot for them. He's going to do really well, I should say. Sam Donald's kind of a wild card. We'll see. they got to, you know, they got to figure out that defensive backfield. And, and that, that the defense is going to be good. The defensive backfield, they got Adams and basically nobody else for the most part. So... I'm going to uh, basically uh, bench the Jets, cut the Steelers, and start the Browns. Moose, what do you got? You know, uh, we're actually in agreement. Nice. Uh, you know, uh, nice. we're hand That's in hand one. in terms that it is. That's Usually we don't one. agree, but we agree in this one. Um, I am uh, uh, I am going to, uh, you know, I am going to uh, bench the Jets. Uh, I am going to cut the Steelers. I'm going to start the Cleveland Browns. Uh, we, we Listen, the Browns are not going to be a well-liked team. We know that. And they're rambunctious. And they want to tell you how great they are. And, you know, I think they're going to be great this year. I, I do. I think they're going to live up to expectations. I, I want to see them live up to expectations because I think it could be a lot of fun to watch. I I think it could be a little bit of a downturn in terms of Pittsburgh. I know the you know the class of Roethlisberger, Tomlin. You know, there's a there's a lot of still a lot of veteran leadership on that Pittsburgh team. However, I, I think they kind of last year they had Antonio Brown to replace Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell in the last couple of years. That's difficult to do. Um, and then I'm going to bench the Jets. I think the Jets. I agree with what their head coach had to say the other day, Adam Gase. Uh, Taz is that. Uh, I think the Jets will be playing relevant football late in the season. Come yeah. December, I think they'll be playing relevant football. I don't think they'll make the playoffs, but I think the games will have meaning. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I mean, I, I, I tell you, I think it's going to be fun watching all three of these teams, yeah. uh, especially for me, the Jets and the um, and the Browns. I mean, I think the Browns, I think most people are going to be locked in, you know, for sure. Do we have time here to get to uh, yeah, let's the do gentleman it. behind well, Mike, the glass here? Let's take a listen. Mike, BCS, go. All right, BCS, I'm benching the Jets, I'm cutting the Browns, and I'm starting the Steelers. Wow, you're cutting the Browns. I am cutting the Browns. And I'll start the Steelers because, yes, they lost two mega superstars and Le'Veon Bell and and. Antonio, Antonio Brown. Brown. Antonio Le'Veon Brown. Bell didn't oh, even play. Right? Le'Veon Bell didn't even play last season. So to me, Connor is the extension of the running back we saw last year. And the Steelers have the best quarterback by far. I mean, they have a Hall of Famer in Ben Roethlisberger. I need to see the Browns prove it to me. I can't. I'm going to go on the idea that the Cleveland Browns now are going to be better than the Steelers in the history of the last 30 years. Hasn't even been close. Based on a couple of guys yelling a lot and Odell and, and Baker Mayfield, I need to see it proven on the field before I can I can take the Browns as the team to beat over the Steelers. I like Ben Roethlisberger. He's been there before. There's going to be a sense of relief in that locker room with Antonio Brown gone, and I think it's going to lead to a better uh, cohesive unit. They have the best offensive line of the group. I love Ooh. the Steelers to win the oh. AFC North Ooh, again. This guy's a podcaster. Wow, this that. is why. Wow. Well, guys a big time and honestly, be, uh, splitting ha- splitting hairs to me between the uh, the Jets and the Browns, but uh, I just I'm so angry with Odell. I'll cut the I'll cut the Browns and that's the agenda. Right there. Uh, it just came out. Uh, and, and obviously, you and ten wins for the Giants. See, Mike, you were not listening to me about James Conner. I'm telling you right now. I'm educating you, son. Please you educate get, me because the he it's going to be tough to be the extension of just the way he played at the end of the year. These, these defenses, they haven't figured out now. There's more, more footage And to him. counter that, like we had with our guest Charlie Batch on the other day, he said the point of it'll be nice for Connor knowing he doesn't have to worry about Le'Veon Bell behind him looking over his shoulder. When's Le'Veon coming back? Hey. 
This is his offense now. It's his rock huh. to run. And we've wow. th- that offensive line is so good. Stop I, let me see the Browns beat the, the Steelers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, listen. Prove it to me, All Cleveland. Right, First year head coach. Let's go. Right. And listen, and I you know thought what? basketball if, was your passion. Yeah, no, no. Sports. He loves sports. He just loves sports. I love sports. But and my cat. Is, yeah, and his cat. Yeah, of course. But Ooh. the thing is, though, Mike, you got to realize the good thing is for the Steelers, though, if things go wrong, Moose, with, with James Conner, he always got Benny Snell. Yeah. All right, he's there. Uh, you found, rookie you, from Kentucky. I know. I, I had again. I, I got I, it. I we had Charlie Batch on. I didn't I get know, to him. I wanted him. We, I know. We, we went on. You worked it. You worked the room to get to that one. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Let's go, Bellotti. What do you think? Old PCS. <laughs> funny. I agree with Mike. I agree with Mike. He'd be including the cat part. All right, uh, there you go. Steelers all the way. They have no headaches in that locker room. It's, uh, they're going to be able to shine on the field. Right. Uh, Want to hear from you, BCS? Who has the best 2019 season? We gave you three teams: the Jets, the Browns, the Steelers. BCS. Hit us up on Twitter and Instagram. At Taz the Moose, at Official Taz, at Mark Malusa, spelt with a C. We're going to mix a little baseball in the conversation. We're five days away, right? We're sitting here. It's July 26th. We are five days away from the MLB trade deadline. One and only deadline this year. And there's a pitcher that now reportedly could be on the move, or a team is trying to move. What pitcher is that? We'll get into that next. Taz Moose, CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. This is Major League Baseball legend Mo Vaughn, and you're listening to Taz and Moose on CBS Sports Radio. 855-212-4227. 855-212-4CBS. Uh, just on a side note, so Taz, you and I were just talking about Steve Ballmer, um, you know, the Clippers owner, right? Yes. Come on! Get yeah, it was airing, right? We are going over his net worth, former Microsoft CEO, right? And... Uh, Worth $50.4 billion. And here's why I give him credit, put him money where, money where his mouth is. Now, now, not every owner is worth $50 billion. No, so no, no. he's got a lot of money. But um, the Clippers, uh, Bomber unveiled the new plan to build uh, uh, what will be an 18,500-seat new arena for the Los Angeles Clippers. Break ground in 21, open in 24, all privately funded. $1 billion. Now I give them. You see these arenas popping up a lot of times, and they're looking for every every Tom, Dick, and Jane out there to pay for it, right? Right, and, right, right. And they're looking right. for they're looking for people to help Sponsors, them, right? right, right. It, it, well, not just that. No, they're well, looking, people just pay for it. Right, well, right. right. Taxes. They're looking for right. tax oh, breaks I and everything like the, that. The, they're looking the, for public finance. Okay, they're, the people looking, in the community. Right, yeah, you know I understand. Yeah, 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 I misunderstood you at first. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't clear. So you. I you look at Bomber, you do give him credit. I mean, where you know he will look to build this new arena, and he's going to put up a billion. You know, he's going to finance it all himself, a billion bucks. That's unbelievable. I mean, like it's unbelievable. That's why the guy is laughing so much. His wallet's tickling his ass. I mean, he's he's constantly. Well, if I was away. worth fifty billion dollars every day, the next every day would be the greatest day. If you were worth fifty billion dollars, maybe then. When you buy donuts, you can buy extra Boston cream because I went out there, Moose, and thank you again for the donuts. And there was no Boston cream left. No, they're they're all gone. Well, I I went out there. There wasn't there wasn't one either. I'm shocked. I know you probably said to Billy, "Hey, get I some did, extra I, uh, Boston I, cream." I, I Moose, did not. I did not. He said a mix. You did an assortment. <clears throat> yeah. If I was a, a billionaire, if I had fifty billion dollars, I would probably just buy a Dunkin' Donuts. Probably would. You probably wouldn't get involved in that. You probably wouldn't. You, you would be there. In the I'd be lap here of though. Luxury. I'd be right here, co-hosting Taz and the Moose. There you go. I would. <laughs> this is 
This is what I do. This well, is what I do. You no, know, you might be doing this show. I doubt you'd be here. You might be doing it from your estate. Probably my, my home studio, which I would expand. Right, exactly. <laughs> like Taz. Yeah, I would expand the home studio <laughs> right, to a really big studio. That's exactly. I'd hire a bike full time to work for me. Uh, I'd have to do his podcast right in my home studio. Nice. The Taz Podcast Network. Yeah, that's um, not a bad idea. I get Moose on there, uh, do a little horse racing. Nice. A little podcast nice. about the ponies. That's you, it. That's the name. Pay well. Podcasting ponies. Uh, nice. Man, you you're pay, welcome. Would you pay well? Oh, of course, dude. Right. You get a nice. Give you, yeah, <laughs> stop. Be great. Stop. Don't even throw it. Get a little bump from what you're at now. That, I'll I'll take sh- my chances. I, I, yes, I'm sure. Get you a little bump. Right. All right. I'd hire a few people that work so here. Mike, Who would you hire? So Perseglia, so Perseglia wouldn't have to be driving Uber Eats at night. Oh wow. I'd still do that though, because you need the content. Well, no, we would just buy Uber. We'd just buy the whole thing. Nice. I mean, I got fifty billion. Yeah. I'll start my own. Good for Steve. Call it Luber. Luber eats. Uh, do you think <laughs> come August first, Noah Syndergaard is still a Met? Unfortunately, no. And and I know he has been playing great, but I I like his brand. I like the star power. I, I just something about him. I know he hasn't been playing great. And my biggest fear is he ends up with the Yankees because I think that's what's going to happen. He's going across town to the Yankees. I'm telling you, that's what's going to happen. I, 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 I'd love to see it, but I have a hard time envisioning the Mets trade Syndergaard to the Yankees. I, I, Those deals never happen. You heard this chatter. I know you heard the chatter. I know I heard the chatter. I, I, I know the Yankees would be interested, but I also I also heard last night that they're not even close to a deal. Okay. Well, you got you got a lot of inside baseball well, pun no, no, intended. But so. I'm just saying, I, so I – I'd I'd love to see it, Taz. I hope you're right. It would be it would be. Fed. I hope I'm wrong. It'd be great for both franchises. <laughs> yeah, you know, and and uh, the Mets could take a you know a couple of Yankee prospects. Give us Judge and Stanton. You could have Noah. Oh, stop, dude. It'd be great. Nope. <laughs> the money doesn't work. <laughs> well, the, here's the other here's the other issue. Uh, the other issue you got is uh, that you know Syndergaard's not exactly the finished product that say Jacob Degrom is. That's the other issue. Well, that is the other issue. Yeah, he's just it's just uh, I don't know, man. Uh, to me, it's it's just this is what happens when you have some good good players on on a team, and then the team just falls you know just fails miserably throughout mm. the year. Now you got to start making moves to try and rebuild for for the next coming year. Next, you know, now you lose some good players. Noah's like I said, he's not is he pitching as good as everybody expected? No, he's mm. not. But still, you can't just you know forget how how excellent he has been. And he's still in his prime. But he's... if you had a choice, Syndergaard and Wheeler, because that's really a debate, and if everyone's just joining us, MLB trade deadline um, is next week, July 31st, 4 o'clock Eastern time. And uh, the New York Mets, who have fallen out of contention in the National League, as the pitching market has kind of fallen off for contending teams to go out there and add a starter, Mets have debated about internally whether or not to trade Zach Wheeler and Noah Syndergaard. Not, probably not both, one or the other. Um, and Syndergaard and Wheeler... Uh, both are available via trade. So who who would I rather lose? Who as would a you Met rather? Fan? Well, my point being is, if you trade Syndergaard, you have to sign Wheeler. You can't lose both. of them. No, you can't lose both. No. And, but Syndergaard has the most value because Wheeler's going to be an impending free agent. Yeah, I would want to keep. I mean, Wheeler's. I like Wheeler. He's a really good pitcher. I, I, but I, I think, I think I'd probably want to keep Syndergaard. He's. I don't know. He's a star. He's a star. He draws, and I think that. You know, his dominance will rise again. His dominance shall rise again. No, I, okay, so you'd rather, even though Syndergaard can bring you back more to help kind of alleviate some of the concerns on the team. If you can get two or three pieces for Syndergaard 
and one mid-level piece for Wheeler, you'd rather keep Syndergaard and get rid of Wheeler. I understand. I, yeah, I do, because pitching's okay. everything. Well, well, thanks to two guys, because they're both Mets fans. They both follow the Mets heavily. Pete the Body's a baseball aficionado. He's a Met lover and hater at the same time, like me. He understands. Pete, this, Moose is posing this question to you. What do you do? I'm trading Syndergaard. They need more pieces. You want pieces. Get, they can get the most with trading Syndergaard. And a team like the Dodgers are desperate to win a World Series. They'll overpay. They want an arm like that, yep. like Syndergaard. I hear you, man. I don't know, man. I just don't. You know, why would you want to lose a guy like Syndergaard who's just such a big star and such a good player? And he's kind of been, you know. I, I, got to win, though. I know you got to win. I mean, that's that's the other issue he's as got well. got the hair, those beautiful oh, blonde locks. Yes. I, I, you're, you're in love with Syndergaard. I love him. I don't know. Thor Jones. You talk about another athlete. <laughs> I've always liked He's your favorite athlete of all time. Noah oh. Syndergaard. Thor. <laughs> the three comes your way next. Taz Moose, CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.